Yo, what's good everybody? It's D. What's up guys? This is Q and welcome to the pickup show. Today we're gonna go, we're gonna start off our East Coast tour with the Central Division. We're gonna talk about, what do you know, Cleveland first. Um, just to tell you about their salary cap, uh, they're at negative 38.5 million. Free agents, Jose Calderon, Jeff Green, Rodney Hood is a restricted free agent, and Kendra Perkins. Player option, as you know, is LeBron James. And the only draft pick they had was number eight, and that's Colin Sexton. Now, Q, what do you think they should do? Oh, I don't know. Maybe keep uh, the most famous person in their state's history and LeBron James. They have to do anything that can convince him to stay. So that's the first thing. Uh, if he leaves, obviously, uh, they're in trouble. Um, and in that you know, possibility, they should rebuild. Um, I think the pick of Colin Sexton is not something that's going to drastically change their team, but I liked it. He's a guy that's uh, really competitive, knows how to score. He's not the best shooter, but he's capable at times. I think his accuracy is going to improve in Cleveland. Oh, yeah. um, I think he had to carry a lot of the scoring load at Alabama. Mm -hmm. So uh, I like that pick for them. Um, it'll be interesting to see how much they want to keep Rodney Hood there for. Um, I think if they can get... Uh, him on a cheap contract that might be someone they want to uh, bring back and implement him in the offense more mm -hmm. see uh, if he fits better over the sample size of a full season uh, if not I just think they need to find uh, additional offensive options for LeBron yeah um, I'm looking at it they can't really add anyone honestly they can yeah. just re-sign whoever they have um, but I do you think I think me personally I think LeBron's gonna stay for one more year because it looks like the LA LA stuff isn't happening yet. Paul George isn't going there. Kawhi Leonard's not gonna be traded. So I think LeBron's probably gonna stick one more year there, and then he's gonna head out. I can see that happening. I think it's Cleveland or LA at this point. Yeah. Um, so if he stays though, he's really banking on this team to make it back to the finals, and that's looking as uncertain as it ever has before only because we saw what Boston did last year pushing them to seven games without Kyrie or Gordon Hayward. Hayward and Philadelphia is obviously uh, coming up too and they have a lot of cap room this summer to improve so uh, if he does come back I don't think like you said there's much room for them to improve because of the lack of salary cap mm -hmm. space so uh, they just got to bring Rodney Hood back on a smaller deal if Jeff Green leaves uh, obviously, that doesn't free up much cap room for them. So the most important thing is just convincing LeBron to run it back one more time and seeing if they can find any trade partners for Kevin Love maybe to change it up. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I don't think there's much they can do, unfortunately. No, same here. And um, one thing they did do right is uh, sign Billy Preston, an ex-McDonald's All-American. That's probably the only thing that looks good. And uh, honestly, like a lot of this salary cap space is LeBron's fault, though. Like, his um, company is um, manages Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith, and what do you know? They're the two biggest, one of the few biggest contracts that they have. Well, supposedly he has no ties to this agency. Oh, yeah, no ties. But his best friend over. does run it. So, uh, and I'm sure LeBron was in his ear when Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith were up for contract negotiations mm -hmm. to keep him around. And unfortunately, uh, it's not looking as good now as it was back then. Uh, so Cleveland just has to kind of live with that uh, and hope it's enough to convince them to stay. Exactly. But um, we'll see. The next, we're going to go to the Indiana Pacers. Available salary cap. They have $8.1 Free agents, Glenn Robinson III, who's unrestricted. Trevor Booker is also unrestricted. 
Player option, Thaddeus Young, team opposite, Joe Young, and Lance, who makes them dance, <laughs> Stevenson. Their draft picks. Aaron Holiday from UCLA and Elise Johnson. Alize. Alice Johnson. Alize. Alize, is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, no, that's how you pronounce it. From Missouri State? Yep, is that Missouri what State. Which, I, honestly, just to um, compliment them, I thought they had a really good draft. I really like Aaron Holiday. I think he can play really well with Victor Oladipo, and I think he can give you minutes now. Because Darren Collinson and Corey Joseph, for some reason, they're just not mix, They're not mad, mixing with them. And I think Alize Johnson's actually going to surprise some people. But um, with not a lot of money, I honestly think Thaddeus Young's going to leave Q because he's a stretch four that everyone wants. What do you think they should do? I think they need to. I think if he leaves, they're, they're okay because they do have DeMontis Sabonis. Mm-hmm. They can insert him in the starting role. And they uh, with Miles Turner, and they still have T.J. Leaf, who I think have, will do a good job. Yeah, uh, I think they just need to. And Collison's still under contract. They did draft a backup point guard in mm-hmm. Aaron Holiday. Uh, I just think they need to focus on the bench. So uh, Lance, for whatever reason, plays his best in Indiana. Mm-hmm. If they're able to keep him at a fair price, I think that's uh, something they should focus on. Right. If he does not, and they have a little bit more cap room from Thaddeus Young leaving, maybe someone like a Tyreek Evans. To come in, kind of does the same thing as Lance Stevenson, same limitations as well. So it's not much of a, a turnover there. Um, Someone who can just create. Yeah. And even with shot. him, if you want to play him at the one, Aaron Holiday can. He's not tall enough to play the two, but can play the two off. Or he's not tall enough to play the two defensively because he's only six feet. But offensively, he's more than capable as a shooter to stretch the floor while Tyreek Evans uh, kind of handles the point guard responsibilities. So I think that's someone they should target for their. So coach. mostly like wings, you would. Suggest. Yeah, just wings that can help take the scoring load off of like Oladipo, uh, provide secondary to support uh, oh. support to Sabonis. Uh, Turner, right. Darren Collison. Uh, honestly, Indiana, they overachieved last year, so I think they're in a good direction moving forward. Uh, it's just about building uh, mm-hmm. up on their team. Yeah, and someone I would probably consider is um, Jordan Crawford. Um, he's a shoot-first guard, though. So, um, But off the bench, they I mean, they're going to need that. So from Indiana, we are going to Milwaukee. Shout-out to Milwaukee Bucks. Available balance. They're at negative $2.4 million in the salary cap. Free agents, restricted free agent Jabari Parker, unrestricted Jason Terry and Shabazz Muhammad. They picked Dante DiVincenzo. I like that pick. I like that pick a lot for them. Now, I'm just going to go straight to it because we've all been talking about it. Jabari Parker, how much would you give him in order for him to stay? I mean, he's had how many knee injuries? Like two of them now? He's had... So, I, I would... Not go over fifteen million, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and even that's a little bit of a gamble. That's good, because, yeah. Because if uh, you sign him to that for like four years, and in after this one year, let's say he plays healthy this year, mm-hmm. the next three is injury riddled. You know, that's a contract you're gonna have on your books for a long time. So I would try to keep him because I think when he is healthy, he does make that team better. Mm-hmm. But um, I wouldn't go higher than than fifteen million. If it's up to twenty, maybe you can talk yourself into it. But anything over that is just, I think, too big of a risk for Milwaukee. I would say 13 to 15 as well because that's that is really tough. Now, um, would you let's say they played with Jabari in limited minutes in the playoffs, right? Because or he was working his way back. Would you sign someone to come off the bench instead of like him per se and someone like a Will Barton maybe? I don't think they could afford it. I don't think they could afford it. Even Will if Barton. they let Jabari go. If oh, if they left, oh heck yeah, I would get I would definitely get a Will Barton in there. 
I think Will Barton honestly will fit in perfectly, and he would help um, Giannis. Another guy, the offensive. Scheme. I think they do need to improve uh, the front court as well. Uh, yeah. Don Maker's just still developing and and really young. And I feel like he's uh, always going to be developing. Yeah, now. he's someone that they just can't rely upon at this point to play heavy minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henson has been average for the whole time he's been in Milwaukee. I don't think he yeah. improves them that much. Mm-hmm. What about someone like Kyle O'Quinn? He's not going to be too expensive. Uh, he's produced during his time with the Knicks. Yeah. Uh, I Not be, the greatest defender, but I don't think they lose too much of a drop-off from Henson to him. Yeah. And he does play make a little bit. He averages almost four assists per 36 minutes. No, I really like Kyle Quinn. I would love that for him, honestly. Nerland Sowell would be another option. Um, doesn't bring that much like Kyle Quinn, but he's another option. Trevor Booker as well. Um, But I don't know. Do you see Ed Davis fitting there? I think he can if he's mm-hmm. just his goal is to just rebound and then uh, play defense and, and kind of you know feed off of Giannis's uh, passes when he penetrates. I think that's someone that can yeah. fit in as well. And something I would like to see is their point guard depth. Their point guard depth isn't the best. They only well, have Eric Bledsoe and I think Delhi. Well, Giannis plays a lot of the point guards, so I don't true. think that's a concern for the so time. So, do being. you think Yogi Ferrell would be nice? Play kind of off ball. He's a pretty decent defender as well. Yeah, I think uh, at the right price, I, I he might be too expensive with them if they mm-hmm. keep Jabari. If they let Jabari go, that's someone they can target on. Um, I think at that point, they should probably just focus on bringing Jabari back. I feel you. All right. Well, from Milwaukee to Detroit, shout out to Detroit. Um, available salary cap negative sixteen point nine. Uh, free agents, Anthony Tolliver, unrestricted. James Ennis, unrestricted. Jameer Nelson, unrestricted. And in the draft, they picked up two guards, uh, Kyrie Thomas and Bruce Brown. Uh, honestly, Q, me personally, I'm a big Kyrie Thomas fan. I love that he's two-time defensive player of the year for the Big 12. I love that his ball handling's nice. I love that he can dish it and his shot is improving. Bruce Brown, he's... He's not that bad either, but I don't see him playing a lot. Yeah. What do you think of those? I like Kyrie Thomas a lot. They picked him right before the 39th pick, which the Lakers bought from Philly that same day. Mm-hmm. So that was who I wanted the Lakers to get as a Laker fan. Um, so I think that's a good pickup for them. Uh, unfortunately, like you mentioned, Detroit doesn't have a lot of cap space. Um, I think they should bring back Anthony Tolliver uh, just for spacing purposes uh, from like the big man mm-hmm. position because – Andre Drummond's not going to shoot from the outside. Blake is going to try to, but uh, I think Tolliver's, uh, you know, has made his career out of being a big that can shoot threes. I think for the right price, they can bring him back. Uh, another guy I think they should go after more of a low key just to add to the bench, Glenn Robinson the third. He played in Michigan, mm-hmm. uh, so he's he's kind of a local kid. Um, he's improved his shooting a lot, athletic. Uh, didn't play a lot last year because he only played uh, after the All-Star break, but I think uh, in a more comfortable situation like Detroit that he's familiar with, uh, he can do great things there. I'm looking at their their roster, and honestly, I don't see a lot of shooters, man. And Stanley Johnson is going to really need to step up since Detroit is pretty much screwed for a few years, salary cap-wise. But I think they need to bring back James Ennis. I think they need to bring back Reggie Bullock. Um, I just don't see a lot. They have a lot of guys in the front court. It's 
it's a little sticky in Detroit, and I'm not feeling it, honestly. Yeah, it's a project for whoever the next uh, head coach is to try to make those Ooh, is, pieces work. Oh, it's Dwayne Casey. Right? It's Dwayne Casey, yeah, and I hate it for him. it's why he took that, just because going from a situation in Toronto that, you know, even though they never got over the hump, they were always consistent, and now right. he's going to have to fix this situation. But, you know, he did it in Toronto, so we'll see what he can do in Detroit. All right, from the from Detroit, we're going to go to Chi-Town. They actually have a lot of salary cap. Uh, $41.5 million. Free agents, they got Noah Von Ley, Zach Levine, David Nwaba, and Ryan... Archidiagno. Archidiagno. All of them are restricted. Draft picks, they picked up Wendell Carter and Chandler Hutchinson. I thought they did great in yep. the draft. Um, Q, I'm hearing rumors, man. I'm hearing rumors that Chicago is not feeling Zach Levine. What do you think of that? Do you blame I don't them? think they should give him a max. That's oh, for sure. No, no. I mean, he's a very talented player, uh-huh. very uh, exciting player to watch, especially you know when he can dunk the ball. Yeah. Uh, but he does have an injury history as well, so uh, I don't think they should break their backs trying to keep them there. Although I do think uh, he's their best uh, backcourt piece that they have right now. Mm-hmm. So I do think they should try to retain him. But I mean, you said they have forty million. If they're able to keep him like on a twenty million dollar deal, I, that seems like a lot for someone that mm-hmm. is very hurt, but. For someone that's still young with his potential, I think it's worth it, uh, and it keeps their cap flexibility open. Oh, yeah. Um, even a, a guy like David Nawaba, uh, if they can get him for the right price, I don't think he should be too expensive. That's no. someone they should keep in their backcourt. Uh, he plays good defense. He's athletic as well. Uh, the rest of the guys, I think they should um, renounce and, and just kind of fill the, the rest of the cap space with, with younger guys uh, that, that are worth the gamble um, and just – keep cap space open for free agency in the years to come. I mean, Chicago's an attractive destination. I'm sure at some point, if they show improvement uh, with the current team, uh, if Markinen and Carter work in the front court and, and Levine and Dunn continue to develop together, maybe that's a team that uh, attracts free agents this time around next year. To me, to be honest, man, I feel like they need help in the small forward position. Yeah, I like Justin Holiday, but I would like a Will Barton there. Something yeah. like a Will Barton, I feel Maybe like. Hutchinson's the answer. I mean, Maybe, because uh, I actually kind of like him. I liked him alive. a lot to promise him the 22nd pick. Uh, mm-hmm. Chauncey Billups compared him to Kyle Kuzma, and I see that in the size and the, the body type and even yeah. in the style of play. So if he's anything similar to a Kyle Kuzma, uh, Chicago's future looks a lot brighter. Exactly. But if they add, like, uh, what did I just say? Yeah, if they add Will a Will Barton. Barton or like even a Rodney Hood, I don't. I I would be okay with that. I yeah. would like that. Someone that would grow with their young talent. But um, definitely Chicago's on the come up, man. You got to be careful. But all right, y'all, we're gonna go head over to the next one. I believe it's the Southeast Division, and I think it's gonna be me and George. So all right, y'all, take it easy. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's D. Hey, yo, what's up, guys? This is George. And we're back with the Southeast Division. You already know. So the first team we're going to talk about is... The Miami Heat. Welcome to Miami. Yeah, who are over the cap, I'd say. uh, You know, they're over about 19.3 million. It's baby weight. Yeah. (laughs) When you compare them to other teams, yeah. Um, But they definitely got some notable free agents that played big roles this year Mm -hmm. that... You know, or, or not, might not come back. And uh, the main one of the the main one out of those is Wayne Ellington, who's uh, unrestricted. That's a big one. Yeah, Udonis Haslam, who's unrestricted. Dwayne Wade, who's unrestricted. Luke Babbitt, who's unrestricted, and Jordan McKee, who's unrestricted. They don't seem to have any player options or any near any like uh, team options. 
George. And they had no one in the draft, man. No pick. Does Dwayne Wade resign or does he retire? That's honestly that's the question. That's the question. I mean, they're over the cap, so I don't know how much he can squeeze out of them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if he just comes back, it's going to be to put butts in the seats. You know, just yeah. to see him play one last time. I'm not saying he's going to get a Kobe for a worth farewell tour or anything like that. You know, shout out to Draymond Green. He thought you was Kobe, <laughs> but um, definitely this team's in a very tricky spot. I want to say they were what the seventh team this year. They, 17, 16? The sixth seed because they played against Philadelphia. Yeah, so they were the sixth seed. So that's not bad, but considering that they're over the cap, um, a lot of their... And the, the, sorry to cut yeah, you off. The no reason worries. why they're over the cap, it, it's because of Chris Bosh's contract. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still it's still going, man. Even though he's not playing, he's still getting paid. Um, this next season, <laughs> he's getting paid $26,837,000. And that Carmelo money. You think that Carmelo money was bad? Yeah. Shoot. But shout out to Chris Bosch, man. I wish him the best, and I hope he's all well. Hopefully, health-wise, he's still doing great. Exactly. But definitely a lot, a lot of holes. I just feel like they're just in that position where it's like they're just good enough to get into the playoffs Mm -hmm. and nothing more and nothing less. Yeah. What I'm seeing from this is they they need some guard work. They need some help with the guards. But who can can they bring in at guard, you know, being that that over the cap? Um, Who can shoot. they put into that position when they're nineteen million over the cap? Maybe like a Brian Forbes from San Antonio, um, my, Malcolm Delaney from Atlanta. Yeah, just I really don't. I mean, but them. none of them really shoot will do what Wayne Ellington did. No, I, my biggest thing is resign Wayne Wayne Ellington if they can. If they yeah. can, he would be the best priority because there. If you let everyone else go. You're really fine. Mm-hmm. You just bring him back because that's all they can do. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and maybe get another seven, uh, six seed in the in the East. Maybe. maybe and just pray and hope Josh Richardson comes back. Mm-hmm. Rodney McGruder is healthy, and we hope you know Justice Winslow comes out. Maybe takes that leap finally. Hopefully, man. And I don't know what they're gonna do with uh, uh, their big guy. Hassan, Ooh, Hassan Whiteside, know. you know, there's there's that attitude issues coming up again. Exactly. We'll, we'll so see because I don't think anyone's going to trade for him. It's going to be tricky in Miami. Miami's going to be bringing the heat, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Well, all right, we're going to go from Miami to uh, Washington. Washington actually has a good amount of cap space. They have 23, $23.8 million. Uh, free agents wise, they got Tim Frazier, Ty Lawson, Chris McCullough, and Ramon Sessions. All of them unrestricted. Unrestricted. And honestly, and maybe I don't think just any of them really even played a huge role. Maybe Ramon Sessions. Maybe player options: Jason Smith. Uh, let's talk about the draft picks, George. Uh, yeah, fifteenth, they took uh, Troy Brown, who I think was a solid pick there I think for that them. Was a pick. Good pick. Uh, out of Oregon, and at forty-four, they drafted. Uh, Hopefully Isu Sanan. Oh, I'll let you do it. Isu Sanan. Sorry about that, man. No, no worries. But um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting because I'm looking at their roster right now. They still got Otto Porter. They still got BB, John Wall, Ian Mahini, Marcin Gortat for another Who, year. I hear they might be moving. There's been rumblings, but then again, that's it. Seems like his name's yeah. out there year in and year out. Markeith Morris, Jody Meeks. Thomas Ransky, so they just need anyone. And they got honestly. money to play with, which is good. Um, what do you What are you going to value more for them? Are you going to value maybe shooting, or are you going to be valuing maybe more on the defensive side of the ball? 
In all honesty, man, you were talking about Michael Beasley earlier off off the record. We were talking about Michael Beasley, and I wouldn't mind seeing him getting you know a little paycheck yeah, here. Buckets in Washington. Yeah, the nation's capital. Because he is from the DMV area, so he'll be coming home. You think he's gonna go visit the president? Nah. <laughs> so I think you know him or like a Rudy Gay would look good. Um, like a kind of like a three four that can mm-hmm. help. You know, spread out the floor. Huh. Even Kyle Quinn. That might Kyle not be Quinn a bad option. Pretty nice. You know what? Someone I would like to see go home here, and I just feel like it'd be nice. Maybe a, K- a KD. <laughs> but I, look, this is just maybe I'm being delusional here. But you're you a Laker know? fan, of course. Yeah, go home. <laughs> <laughs> no. Man. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just caught that. <laughs> just caught that. Hey, yo, we didn't. We, we didn't trade for Shaq. And I hope no. I don't regret that comment. Maybe two, three years down the road. Although but, Daniel probably hopes I do. <laughs> But Jeff Green will also be a nice one. Uh, Joe Johnson tried. He failed there. About Ronnie Hood? That would be pretty nice. Him or just like even. Or the guy whose name has come up time and time again. Do you think maybe they give Mario his own or does he need to go somewhere that there isn't so much playoff implication right now where he can just. Man, at this point, not have that if pressure. they can get him, why not? If they can get Nick Stauskas or Pat Connington. Doug McDermott. Dougie McBuckets. Someone probably underrated. He, you can play him at the four now. Mm-hmm. Shabazz Muhammad. I would like to see him there. Wasn't he already there or no? Uh, in Washington, I believe no. No? He was not. Okay, so give him a chance. Someone new. But um, I think that's about it with him. Richard mm-hmm. Jefferson. I don't see Richard Jefferson going there. Glenn Robinson the third would be pretty nice. I don't see Richard Jefferson coming back. I think he might hang it up. I think he might. Or he might sign with the Warriors again. We don't know. Get another ring? Get another ring. Get one of those Adam Morrison rings. Talking about rings, we're going to go to Charlotte where Michael Jordan stays. Uh, Available balance. Balance salary cap. Negative $18.5 million. Ouch. And the only player that comes to mind right now is Kemba Walker. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. But you know what? They did really good in the draft. They got Miles Bridges, Devontae Graham. I think... Hey, uh, Dialu is actually with Oklahoma. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was, yeah, so scratch that. And I don't know. Arnold, Arnold cool. Das cool. Kubuka. Kubuka. Yeah. Now, Daniel, can you refresh our memories and tell us how Charlotte got Miles Bridges? Why, certainly, George. I would love <laughs> to tell you how the Charlotte Hornets got Miles Bridges, who's probably one of the best wing players in, in the draft, draft, and got two second round pits. Picks because they finesse my Clippers. So, eleventh pick, they pick Shy Alexander mm-hmm. because they knew that the Clippers wanted him for mm-hmm. s- for some reason. So they're like, "Hey, Clippers, let's make a deal." And the Clippers are like, "Yeah, we'll give you the twelfth pick and two second round picks." Mm-hmm. And that's how they finesse my Clippers. I just feel like the Clippers would have been better suited with Miles Bridges, but that that's for a whole nother time. That you know what? But good on Charlotte for. Basically exactly. picking up a player who, you know, might be one of their better draft selections in recent memory. And they got rid of Dwight Howard, who was supposedly a Causing locker room issues drama. again. That's why he's not going to get picked up by anyone. Nope. But anyways, I'm looking at the roster. They got Timofey Mozgov. Which, I mean, Timofey's Timofey. But they got Batum, Marvin Getting, Williams. Hey, yo, so my question, though, so I didn't mean to interrupt. Mm-hmm. Is Mitch Kupchak signing those checks again for Timofey? Yes, he is. <laughs> they got uh, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, Cody Zeller, Kemba. Jeremy Lamb, Malik Monk, Frank the Tank, 
And um, that's about these it. Are and all, Dwayne Bacon. These are all names that I heard at one point during March Madness who were doing very well oh, during yeah. March Madness. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe, don't maybe know someone just likes March in Madness. Water in Charlotte. You but, know. you know, I see this group of roster and you add Miles Bridges and Deontay Graham. Mm-hmm. There is no reason. And again, I, I know I said this last year. I said this last year. I know. But they went through a lot of injuries. And I see no reason why they should not make the playoffs. Especially with this, and you add Miles mm. Bridges and Deontay Graham. I could. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. If all healthy, they make the playoffs. And if they don't make the playoffs, I got to drink a special juice. Now, I, I'm not saying special special juice. I'm going to do whatever George and Q add in that juice. It can be Tapatio. It can be Ooh. pickle juice. It can be mayonnaise. Just anything. If they don't make the playoffs, I have to drink that. Oh, okay. It's out okay. there. And, it's and, out there. And, and we will definitely be putting that up on the IG. Definitely. You guys will be able to join us. And Daniel putting his money where uh, – putting his mouth where his money is or putting his money, money where his mouth, mouth is. is. My bad. So I have to drink something for that. Kemba, don't get hurt, please. But I think or trade just... it if that's the case. Because, you know, if yeah. Kemba gone, you're basically betting everything on no. Kemba still being there at the end of the season. You know what? I'm going uh, to rely heavily. I think Malik Monk's going to come out fire. Dwayne Bacon. Miles Bridges is going to be Rookie of the Year. Just kidding. But I, I'm very confident, if healthy, this team will make the playoffs. Wow. Bold words. Bold words. But what do you, what do you have to say? I, I feel Bold like words, I'm... Cotton. Bold words. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think it's a, it's a team that's had a lot of hiccups in regards to in recent memory when, with what they've drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely a lot of talent there. I don't think that they've surrounded Kemba Walker with uh, the right talent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, Miles Bridges is the right talent. Devontae Graham looks good. I don't know much about Arnoldus Kulbaka. So, I mean, just off the top of my head, those players you said, I really don't see them being a contending team in the East. And that says a lot because the East is, well, the East picked up a lot this year. They so, did. I, I wouldn't want to say that it's the weaker of the two conferences because it's actually, in its, in its own respect, it's, it's a pretty good conference now. Um, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. You know, some, but you some, know what? I'm going to go ahead and switch it up. Right. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Oh, if they, no. Yep. You say if they don't make it, you drink it. Guess what? If they make it, I'll drink it. Okay. And there you go. I like that. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and, 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 and we'll do that. And next up, speaking of uh, locker room drama, let's go ahead and look back at when Dwight Howard threw his coach underneath the bus, let's go and look at the Orlando Magic. Oh, that was awkward. Easily the most awkward. Yeah, that I um, remember that big time. They got about. They don't seem to be in too bad of a position. They had a solid draft, so I'm not too upset. Um, they have about 15 million in cap. Mm-hmm. They got a really, 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 really notable free agent that they got to look at. Luckily, he's restricted, and that's Aaron Gordon. Um, they got Mario Hazonia, who's surprisingly unrestricted. They have Aaron Aflala, who's unrestricted, and Maurice Spades, who's unrestricted. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to go ahead and let them know what happened in the draft? Yeah. I thought the, they had one of the strongest They had drafts. a great draft. Uh, they drafted Mo Bamba, Melvin Frazier from Tulane, and Justin Jackson from Maryland. Mm-hmm. Honestly, George, I'm going to be straight up with you. Because they got Melvin Frazier and Justin Jackson, who can play the two and the three, maybe even two through four, Mario Hozonia is gone. Mm-hmm. Like, they just got his replacement. And, and we've, I, dropped, we've name-dropped him a lot. We have. <laughs> so he's gone, so whoever wants him, come get him. But I... You know, I really like their team. I want them to resign um, Aaron Gordon. And Orlando, I just want to go ahead and add this. Mm-hmm. They do have a good history of drafting bigs early. You know, Shaq and Dwight Howard. 
Yeah, they almost got so they Tim got, Duncan. Yep. And they got Mo Bamba now, who's a project, but a project with a really, really high ceiling. If you guys haven't seen his workout videos, you should check those out. Yeah, and, and shout out to Drew Hanlon, who um, trains him, Jason Tanner, mm-hmm. all that. Shout out to Drew Hanlon. He's, a, he's amazing. But honestly, man, I would love, love to see Catavius Caldwell Pope here. I think he can fit in perfectly Yo, that's with nice. Them. I think he can that's fit in nice. perfectly. That is really I'm nice. Because I'm trying to... I think KCP would look beautiful here. Anyone else you think will fit in? Ooh, so I mean, just just by you saying that KCP would look good, that tells me that I'm assuming they need shooting here. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Wayne Ellington wouldn't be a bad option here if no. that's what they need. Um, that's honestly the, the main guy that, you know, sticks out to me. Maybe J.J. Redick, but I don't see him going to Orlando I'm again. looking at this, and they actually need a point guard. You know, they were linked to a point guard before. And what, let me give your opinion. What do you think of Marcus Smart here? You think they would, because they are what? I mean, just given the fact 15 that. 15 mil? Yeah. So, I mean, that might be a good enough contract to offer him. But just given the fact that you were right now just looking at shooting, I know Marcus Smart is capable of dropping a three every now and then. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that he's going to be able to help that team offensively. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I think a, a, a cost effect, I mean, someone who you can get a little bit cheap. Um, who would be able to get buckets for them? I would like to see Isaiah Thomas maybe if they need a point guard out Ooh. there in Orlando, and that would be able to resurrect his career. Mm-hmm. He can be in the not world. a whole lot of pressure. He'd be the guy. I would really like. I would that, very actually much like Isaiah with the Thomas freaking out there. Monsters. Mm-hmm. Like you look at their team, they got Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac, <laughs> Mo um, Bamba, Mo Bamba, Melvin Frazier, Justin Jackson. A lot of these guys and, are projects, but I mean, and they, you know what they still have Jonathan Siddons, Simmons. Evan Fournier, Terrence Ross, like not bad players. Man. Yeah, Nick Vucevic is still there. DJ I think. Augustine. Yeah, DJ Augustine is a great, great backup point guard. I would like him maybe you know coming what? off to re- replace Isaiah Thomas. I would, I would like that. It really look at Orlando, bro. Mm-hmm. All right, man. But last, we're gonna go to A Town. Shout out to Atlanta, but the ATL or George. What do you like to call them again? Something about oh, right, right, right. Here we go. So, Warriors light. Let's just go ahead and be real. They went ahead and drafted. Uh, we're going to go ahead and skip the, the salary cap real quick. We're going to look at the draft first. They went ahead and took Trey Young, who, in uh-huh. my opinion, they're, they're trying to get the next Steph Curry. Yeah. They went ahead and took Kevin Werder, who can get buckets, who might be like Clay Thompson. Uh-huh. And they went ahead and took Omari Spellman, who might take that um, Draymond Green role. Right. Um, but... They are not on par with the talent, I feel. No. So that's why I went ahead and called them Warriors Light. Mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, and I remember even telling you when watching the draft, with that 30th pick, I was like, watch. They took Kevin Herter. They took uh, Trey Young. They're building some baby Warriors out there. And they're going to take Omari Spellman to fill that Draymond Green role. And sure enough, yeah. here comes the commissioner, and, uh, and they took Omari Spellman. Um, so, I mean, I guess that's a solid young court. But, I mean, I just feel like they're taking someone's blueprint. Yeah. And not getting the same caliber of talent. But they do have enough cap space to maybe make it work with some other role players. They got about $29.1 million. I can't see anyone who wants to go there. If no, I th- that's the issue. <laughs> I'm saying the money's there. They might be able to make it work. But the issue is finding people that want to be there. If, if I were them, honestly, I would, I would sign guys to a one-year deal. But I would honestly, one, build up, build up my chemistry. See who's mm-hmm. there. See how Trey Young is. Two, go for a lottery pick next year. That's where you get your your future small forwards in mm-hmm. Cam Reddish, which wouldn't be who's cool. a Duke player. Watch okay. out for him. Cam Reddish okay. is nice, but you just you know you work on that. And 
I think they'll be fine. Don't just don't sign anyone to a long term contract. I, just let your let your young bull young bulls play. I mean, my big issue with it though is I just feel and and, and I might get some heat for this. I don't think Trey Young was a good pick there. Sometimes I don't think he's gonna be that guy. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. That is very true. So that is very true. I mean, they added a lot of shooting in the draft, which is did. good, which is where the league is going and everything. But I feel like they're just trying to get what the Warriors did in one draft, and it mm-hmm. might not be the best. The best. You know, but you know what? Sometimes not everything's the best for you. But all right, y'all, we're gonna end it over here. Next, we're gonna go to Atlantic Division. That's gonna be with Q and George. So please stick to it. What's up, guys? Thanks for coming back to the pickup. This is Q. Hey, what's up, guys? This is George. And today, uh, we're going to talk about the Atlantic Division now. Uh, let's start off with the team that won the division last year, but and fell a little short in the nothing playoffs. Nothing about it. Yep. The Toronto Raptors. So, George, you want to start us off with that? Yeah, man. So, the Toronto Raptors are in a very, very, very messed up situation uh, financially. They're about $26.5 million over the cap. Um they don't have too many notable free agents. They, uh, they have Lucas Noguera, Fred Van Vliet, and Lorenzo Brown. I feel like the one that might be of the most priority there would be Fred Van Vliet since he mm-hmm. played such a big role off the bench. Um, they had no draft selection in this draft, which only makes it worse because they don't even have any incoming talent. Yeah. Uh, what do you think would be best for them to, to address? <sighs> I mean, I would love to say they should just run it back, but... We all know how that goes. They've ran it back there once yeah. too many times. Already. But it doesn't look like they're going to have a choice. So yeah. I think they, unfortunately, uh, even though they don't have a lot of cap room uh, and can't really get anybody, they're going to have to, I think, bring back Fred Van Vliet. Kyle Lowry uh, obviously had a good season again last year, uh, but Van Vliet proved to be a very good backup mm-hmm. behind him. Uh, and Lowry's getting up there in age now. So should anything happen, he's insurance for them. Uh, Do you think any of their, uh, their two big guys get moved? Uh, DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry you think maybe they're going to blow that up I think, hasn't... I think they, they should explore something for DeRozan maybe not for Lowry unless they they see a, a team that's in desperate need of a point guard okay uh, but DeRozan's a younger option uh, how do you feel do you think Phoenix would have to give up anything big to get a player like Kyle Lowry just a thought I mean it's a team that needs a point guard yeah. right now no, I, they might have to give idea. up something but the thing is I don't know if they have anybody Toronto would really want uh, unless they're willing to part with like a Josh Jackson or something like Marquise that. Marquise Chris or Dragon Bender? I mean, why not? Yeah. I mean, you could try it. You can't. I I mean, uh, for his sake, Valanciunas was pretty good last year. And mm-hmm. besides not being able to make a layup in game one of yeah. that <laughs> series. Yeah. So, um, but I think uh, whatever they do, um, eventually they're going to need to find another wing that plays defense because uh, their playoff kryptonite is LeBron. And last year, just like in. Yeah. The East. Last year. Uh, as much as the other previous years they've played him, they just had nobody to guard LeBron. Mm-hmm. And Ananobi's young, and he's going to get better, and he's already a good defender. But he's not But just yet. an extra body uh, to be able to throw at him would help. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe if they renounce Van Vliet and they're able to get someone really cheap, uh, an extra body to throw on LeBron, maybe a vet. Uh, this is assuming LeBron comes back. Yeah, assuming, assuming LeBron goes LeBron's to Cleveland. Come, if he back. goes to the Lakers, that's no longer yeah. the problem. But now they got to face and an up-and-coming Sixers and Celtics yeah. team. And not, not only that, but this is also as long as LeBron. If he <clears> wants to come back, he has to continue beating father time. That's not yep. okay. He's already 33. So. Yeah. Hey, if let's, anyone can do it, it's it might be that guy. Definitely. Now let's go ahead and get to uh, something that's going to be a little awkward for me and you to discuss yeah. as, as Laker fans. Let's go ahead and talk about the Boston Celtics. Ah, all right. So uh, their salary cap—they're um, actually—they're—they're they're over the cap. Not a lot like these other teams. They're about six point four million over the cap. 
Uh, notable free agents are, you know, Greg Monroe, Aaron Baines, Marcus Smart, uh, who's restricted, um, Shane Larkin, and Jonathan Gibson, who's also restricted. Everyone else was uh, unrestricted. Mm-hmm. Um, they got no players with uh, with an option. They have no team option on any player either. And their draft selection, who already appears to be having some sort of hiccups <laughs> at 27th overall, uh, they took a Robert Williams. You could Williams. say he uh, fell asleep at the wheel. You could, you could argue that, you know, baby DeAndre Jordan, as <laughs> people think he's going to be. What do you think this team can do? Is it just mainly trying to get LeBron out of the East? Or do you think maybe now with another year of experience, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, you know, do the unthinkable? Not, not to use our, our show slogan, you know, for this thing, but I think they should just run it back yeah. the way it is, yeah. man. I hey. mean, Kyrie's going to be healthy. Yeah. Gordon Hayward, hopefully. You for could them, argue that team healthy. could have beat him with the healthy team because they did it with a lot of these young kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, these guys had to step up big and, time, and that only is going to accelerate and, their development. And again, Tommy doesn't hurt to just admit that. Just no, dude. I mean, I'm. The talent's awesome. I'm, I'm upset. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, but I mean, got to give props to where it's yeah, due. They've definitely. drafted great, they've Danny dealt Ainge, great. That, like uh, that team's in prime position to be the favorites for. Just to jump on that. Sorry. Oh, just here we jump. go. Here we go. They're hating. On Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Yet they could have gone them at the number two pick. That's Yo. all I'm gonna say. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> I just want to go ahead hey, and say yeah. that we didn't hate on them. We said that they are two talented um, young kids. I'm okay with Brandon Ingram over Brown for now. I'm still holding out hope. Same. If anybody thinks they would have taken Jason Tatum or uh, if Jason if Jason Tatum would have gone one or two, anybody anybody out there saying that they're lying to you, okay? So that's fair. I'll defend. That's I'll fair. defend uh, our GMs on that. Yeah. But I mean, Boston's in, in a great position right here. Oh, definitely. I mean, there Where's are rumors the that, that they could try to get LeBron. That would just move too many of their young pieces yeah. around to try mm-hmm. to do that. I think they should just stick with what they have. They're ready to compete now. They're oh, ready yeah. to compete for the next okay. five, ten years. They just uh, got that perfect balance of good, proven talent in that starting uh, lineup. With really, really good, that they just, they just hit it on the yeah. nail on the head, man, in the right. draft, and, and and like I said, it's hard to admit it, but hey, you got to give the credit yeah. where it's due. And Danny Ainge, man, I'm telling you, that dude's a wizard. Yeah, I think if they do anything, it's just maybe try to keep Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not really sure what his value is at right now. Uh, if some team offers something, you know, north of, of maybe twelve million, I don't know if they can match that. Um, I, I just don't know have if he'd to... be worth it at that yeah. point. You know. Uh, might just have to move on from there. But if they're able to keep him, I think he's a guy they should keep around just for mm-hmm. defensive purposes, knock down an occasional shot, uh, kind of frustrate opposing players. Mm-hmm. Aaron Baines really improved this year, especially with like his outside shooting. Um, but I think with, with Gordon Hayward coming back uh, and, and with Robert Williams, they have more depth at the big position and now. I'm just going to uh, go ahead and, and say this. I didn't even know they had Greg Monroe. Yeah, no, they him. had him, and and I think they're as good as Greg Monroe has been, you know, for his career. He hasn't been like all star player, but mm-hmm. you know, he gets his points in the post. He's a decent player. I think they can afford to let him go. Uh, I think as long as they keep Marcus Smart around, you know, they'll be fine. Um, but even if they don't, you so know, he Danny be, like, Angel, the main priority right now. Yeah, just keeping someone like him. Oh. I don't think they need to go out. If and, anyone can figure it out, yeah, it's Danny Ainge. And uh, I mean, there's rumors them getting quiet. I hope. That's not Ooh, true because I, uh, I think they would have to part with some of the with one of the young pieces. I think Brown would have to be the centerpiece of that. Um, but if that's only uh, if that's something that's true, that might be the only thing uh, that they should focus on. Yeah, uh, man. In terms of changing taking, their roster, Boston taking another LA guy. Yeah, looks like they're doing Paul Pierce. Yep, hurts my heart. Let's go ahead and look at the next team, who is definitely one of the best up and coming teams in this division. And that is the Philadelphia 76ers, who basically have talent at every position, and they got money to go out and put more talent around it. They got $30.5 million in cap. 
Their free agents are J.J. Redick, who's unrestricted, Amir Johnson, who's unrestricted, Marco Bellinelli, who's unrestricted, and Ursan Ilyasova, who's unrestricted. Now, with their draft picks, they went ahead and took Zaire Smith at 16th, Landry Shamet at 26th, and Shake Milton at 54. What did you think about their draft? Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Zaire Smith, I have to be honest with you, okay. but he is only going to be 19. Uh, he is athletic. very athletic, very good on defense. Uh, his He only took 43-pointers last year. He did make 18 of them, so it was 40%. Um, so there is a very, very small sample size yeah. that he can be a decent shooter in the NBA, uh, but he's definitely not proven in that area. So if they're able to develop him and he becomes a piece of that rotation, that's a, great, a very good pick. Landry Shamit I like as a shooter, yes, uh, as insurance in case they aren't able to sign uh, Bellinelli, Bellinelli or, or Keep Reddick or Aurelia Silva. Uh, and Milton, Milton's uh, still kind of a project, um, you know, but he is a, a, a wing guy who can handle the ball and get baskets. So uh, I like what they did there. I'm, uh, no, go, right, go for it, man. Go ahead. You finish. I, I mean, I think uh, if they don't sign LeBron, I think it's just about finding mm-hmm. shooting and, and, and defensive. That, that means keeping the guys that they have, uh, signing them to like one year, you know, heavy deals. I, I think they should just do it. And what that's what I feel is going to happen. You know, they got the cap room. I feel JJ Redick will come back, and, and I feel like their draft addressed. The issue of Marco Bellinelli and Ersan Ilyasova possibly leaving. Yeah. So, you know, Landry Schmidt, he's going to get his shot. Zaire Smith, I know the sample size is small, but if if he can translate that percentage into the into the league, I mean, he's going to be in the league for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, but at the same time, I'm not too upset with their with, with their draft. I mean, I felt like they could have kept Michael Bridges and he would have yeah. been, you know. I mean, that's a tough one because yeah. he's, a, you know, his mom works for the Sixers. Yeah, that must have been Went to Villanova. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean. <laughs> That just shows you the business side yeah. of the NBA. So uh, I think he, when they took him, uh, he's more of a, a instant impact pick. Uh, he's, I agree. He's a wing that can come in, shoots great percentage, plays defense. He would have been perfect to plug mm-hmm. on that wing uh, with Simmons uh, as like the main facilitator. Um, so I was a little surprised they gave that up. Um, maybe they use that pick that they got from 2021 in like a trade package for, for Kawhi. For Kawhi that's or also someone. a possibility. That's that's something I believe I mentioned that would make them uh, winners. In this draft, I just wasn't a huge fan of them getting rid of a uh, Michael yeah. uh, Bridges. But w- what I'm noticing here is also is I feel like Marco Bellinelli. You know, he, if if he if they don't bring him back, they don't bring back uh, Ersan Ilyasova. And let's say for example, they don't even bring back JJ. Um, I don't know where they would be at a at a where their cap would be in 2019. But like let's say the the picks address that lack of shooting. I mean the the shooting that they're losing. Mm-hmm. And you know let's say they don't miss a beat. You know that's a team in 2019 that might even have more cap space than they have now. I think the problem is there's certain guys on the team that might be eligible for extensions mm-hmm. by then, and so that cap space and that's slowly where the issue crumbles. Would be, which is also not a bad idea then to try to replenish the shooting that they're going to be losing with these young kids, so they can maybe pay their guys. Yeah. Keep so, that core intact. Yeah. I mean, I think at the very least, if, if it, it looks like, uh, unfortunately for them, they're no longer in the LeBron sweepstakes mm-hmm. as a serious, true contender. Um, they should just try to at least keep J.J. Redick around mm-hmm. for shooting. Uh, and he, he seems like he wants to be there based yeah. on, on the conversations I've heard him have with, with certain media personalities. Now we're going to go ahead and uh, head to the Big Apple, and that's the New York Knicks whose salary cap situation is surprisingly not as bad as I thought it would be with that Joe Kim Noah contract. But they're a little over half a million over the cap, which isn't too bad. They got Jared Jack. Uh, he's unrestricted. And Michael Beasley, who's unrestricted. And then they got player options from Ennis Cantor and Kyle O'Quinn. They had uh, two selections to draft. At 9, they took Kevin Knox. And at 36, they took someone who I, I, yeah. I genuinely feel is going to be a steal. And I really wanted the Lakers to take at 25 over Mo Wagner. You know, no disrespect to Mo Wagner. 
But I, I, my heart was pretty much set at 25 to take Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, I agree with so, that. So, I don't know, man. How do you feel about New York situation? Well, they don't have a lot of cap room. Uh, if any. They're tied to the deals that they made with, mm-hmm. with like, Tim Hardaway and, and guys and like Joe that. Kinoa. Yeah, so – uh, it's not a huge room for improvement. Uh, I think they're just hoping for Chris Stapps to come back healthy, uh, for Knox to be a home run pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a little very inconsistent in college, but he's only 19. Uh, was once compared to and, a guy like Kevin Durant in high yeah, school. So I think they're just banking on that potential. I want to go ahead and say, too, it's, it's really hard to address, um, I guess, the impact they're going to have in the league nowadays because with a lot of these one and duns, a lot of these kids get lost in the shuffle of talent. Yeah. And a big key example of that would be like uh, maybe Donovan Mitchell is a key example of that. Um, the most notable, the most one that the the most notable one that comes to mind is uh, Devin Booker. I don't think anyone expected that uh, Devin Booker to become what he's become because he was surrounded by so yeah. much talent at Kentucky. So you know uh, that's definitely could be the issue with uh, the issue with Kevin Knox, which I'm pretty sure New York is hoping that happens. But I just want to go ahead and look at the future that they might be able to have. I could see Mitchell Robinson and Porzingis playing together in New yeah. York. And you know what? That looks scary, man. Yeah, Mitchell, really I think scary. if he had played in college this last year, would have been a lottery pick. pick. I think he is as naturally skilled and, and has similar body types to a lot of the, the centers that were in the lottery this year. So, uh, obviously, you can question his judgment. Having I think he committed to the school he was supposed to go to mm-hmm. twice, and he yeah. committed. Uh, and didn't even play any organized basketball this past year. Um, so you wonder if that's going to make him a little rusty. Uh, or well, workout gonna... videos in, I mean, yeah, I guess. No. They but if you, case if you do sure. watch him play, I mean, the guy at, at seven foot one, you know, runs as gracefully as any mm-hmm. big guy. He just runs uh, like a deer, man. In recent memory. And he uh, could and protect he, the, the, what do you call yeah, it? Yeah, and he's well. athletic. I, mean, I want to say he averaged 6.8 blocks in high school, which yeah. is a game, which... And no, he shows really some good. semblance of a of outside shot mm-hmm. too. So well. uh, if he pans out, uh, that's a steal for New York. Yeah. And if Knox is able to capitalize on his rookie season mm-hmm. right away, uh, they have a brighter future than it seems like. And and they're just I think gonna have to wait until some of those bigger bad contracts are off their books, like Noah. Yeah, Noah's the big one that they gotta try and get out from under. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and go to the other side of the borough. Exactly, we're gonna be heading to Brooklyn. Who uh, you know their salary cap is it? Too bad of a situation. It's not great. Uh, they got about sixteen point six million available in cap. <coughs> Excuse me. Some of their free agents are Jill Logofor, who's unrestricted. Nick Stoskis, who's a restricted free agent. Dante Cunningham, who's unrestricted. Quincy Ac's uh, unrestricted as well. And Joe Harris. And uh, they only have one draft pick, and it was a 29th pick, and they took uh, Zanon Musa, who I'm not too familiar with. Well, how do you feel about Brooklyn? I mean, I know they they've built the surprisingly promising core there yeah no they got a lot of young guys uh didn't do as uh terrible last season as a lot of people expected from them. i know boston's pretty upset because they did well enough to mm-hmm. cost them a pick in, in the lottery so uh you know they, they have a lot of and now they finally have a good amount of cap room so uh, i don't know if they're going to be able to get a major free agent this summer or even uh you know, maybe a second-tier guy. Uh, if they're willing to spend money on a restricted free agent like Aaron Gordon, uh, that's someone I see as contributing there. That would uh, be very nice. But if it. not, you know, I think they should uh, stick with the core of, like, giving these contracts to some of these younger guys mm-hmm. and see which ones they want to keep for the long term or not uh, while still keeping their cap cap room open for, for bigger free agents. Because let's not future. forget, I mean, they did trade for Dwight Howard, but it looks like he's not going to be yeah. playing any role there. Um, and like, like I said, there's, there's solid talent everywhere. Um, 
it's it's a team that surprisingly, I mean, just today, <laughs> Daniel went ahead and showed me something that it basically showed all the picks they've given away. And I mean, yeah. some of those among those picks, you got players like Damian Lillard, you know, Draymond Green, Jalen uh, Brown, Jalen Brown. I want to say Jason Tatum might be one of those yeah. as well. Kyle Kuzma. So I mean, it, it's it's it promising to see. Yeah, no, it definitely down. hurts. But to see that they got rid of all those guys and then seeing that they still have a you know surprisingly promising core, it's definitely you know a light at the end of the tunnel for yeah. those fans out there in Brooklyn. Um, I think it's going to be important this year uh, uh, to decide for them what they want to do with D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. If he's still injury-prone and not improving statistically. Um, Whose numbers weren't too bad this year, surprisingly. I want to say yeah. he averaged about 15 uh, points, I think he might have been assists. a little bit more. A little I, more, right? I don't think he played more than half the season, Which so that's is the, the issue. issue. Uh, they lost Jeremy Lin as well, mm-hmm. right? Right, Like first or second game, so... Uh, if, if they come back with those guys healthy and they significantly improve uh, with more cap room next year, you know, maybe that's an option for some of uh, the free agents next year. 2019 would be the year to go yeah. after some of these free agents. And right? I believe they might have their pick finally next year. So Ooh, that's finally. a promising thing, too. Danny uh, Ainge is going to stop robbing the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, for now, uh, out of the free agents they have, the only one I think they should really work at getting back is Joe Harris, who's 42% three-point shooter, uh, really improved defensively. Um, other than that, I think they should just cre- keep surrounding their team with, with young guys and see who they're able to, you know, uh, surround some of their guards with. With some of that cap space yeah. that they have. Or save the cap space for the following year, either one. Yeah. But this is a team in a promising position, I feel. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, it's more promising than it has been the last few years when they're getting Definitely. fleeced. But uh, that's it for the East and uh, the NBA guys. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we're going to go ahead and run we'll it back. We'll run it back with you guys next time. Thank you, guys.